morning. Good morning. It's the Workers' Beat. I'm Gene Lance on the Beautiful Redhead. It's Bonnie Mathias. Good morning. Good morning. Everybody wake up. Wake up. The uh, Workers' Beat, of course, is about everything from the point of view of working people. That's right. We like to start with things you can do. Today is March 26th at 10 o'clock. There will be an opening of the, quote, Office of Tenacious Democrats. Oh, that's right. I heard about that. At 8499 Greenville Avenue, Dallas, Texas, 75231. Also today at 10 o'clock, they're meeting at the Starbucks to go canvassing door-to-door for labor. All right. Uh, They're meeting at the Starbucks at 8520 Abrams Road. Dallas, Texas, 75243. Contact Marilyn Davis, and here's the number. That's great. 737-272-7877. I'll give it again. Marilyn Davis is organizing door-to-door knocking at 8520 Abrams Starbucks, and her number is 737-272-7877. Go and help them. Yep. March the 26th at 10 o'clock in San Antonio. They're having a Cesar Chavez March for Justice. March the 30th at 10.30 a.m., a rally for good jobs in the airline industry sponsored by Workers United. The press conference will be across the street from the C.R. Smith American Airlines Museum. And you're supposed to park your car there. That's at 4601 Highway 360 in Fort Worth. The press event will be held at the corner of FAA Boulevard, Highway 360. That's approximately 4501 Airport Freeway, Fort Worth, Texas. At 1120, a delegation will go to American Airlines headquarters at 1 Skyview Drive, Fort Worth, Texas. All right. On All right. April the 6th to the 8th, United Food and Commercial Workers is going to the National Capitol to try to straighten them out. April the 6th is <laughs> 7 o'clock. At 7 o'clock, author Joe Burns will speak on his new book, which is called Class Struggle Unionism. And that will be at 1408 North Washington. When is that? And pizza will be provided April the 6th at 7 o'clock. April the 6th, okay. April 23rd, the National Nurses United Union National Day of Action to support Medicare for All. April the 25th, early voting begins for the May Constitutional Referendum and Municipal Elections. <laughs> early voting ends May the 3rd. April 26th is the deadline to receive vote-by-mail applications for vote-by-mail for the May Constitutional Referendum and Municipal Elections. April the 27th, they are scheduling the execution of Melissa Lucio. She is scheduled to die even though the Innocence Project says that she is innocent and that women get railroaded. Well, that's yeah, shocking, isn't it? It is. Uh, I'm going to sign off of Facebook Live because we have a caller, and uh, we want to make sure to get to the caller. So go to knon.org or 89.3 FM on your dial in DFW. Number to call is 972-647-1893. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. You're on the air. Hello. He's on the air. Hello. Hello. And we lost him. 972-647-1893. County Judge Clay Jenkins has agreed to be our keynote speaker at the May 1 picnic. And this is, you'll love this, Bonnie. History professor Michael Phillips (gasps) is going to come and explain why working families across the world celebrate May the 1st. 
And I hope he explains why they didn't explain it, why they didn't celebrate it in the United States. Right, all for all those time. years, yeah. Because it, yeah. Actually, it actually originated here, and everywhere else they celebrate it. Good morning, thanks for calling KNON. Hey, Gene. Hi, you're Good morning. Okay. And Bonnie? Yes, sir. My only two white good people? No, there's more. I swear to God, I just spent uh, three days with no, a whole bunch it. of them. I know it is. I'm just kidding. But uh, once we uh, realize we were not people, like, uh, Dr. King, my best book, talked, you know, The Death of a King. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't know why he was murdered. And he was murdered because he didn't only say, let's go to Washington, D.C. to get some bootstraps, and we're going to stay there till you give us a check. He also said, okay, this is not only for black people. This is for poor people. I wish people read books. And if you can't read Google and look at YouTube, what Dr. King said in his last speech. Mm-hmm. And I want also, uh, the refugees have been, been here for 460-some years down on Martin Luther King Boulevard and down on Malcolm X. You mm-hmm. refugees. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, right in our own town, you know. And... And one more thing, I'm please, please, people, I know I ain't paid my tithes. I mean, not my tithes, but I'm going to pay them. I, I just having a hard time getting over there and they close the door and all that, but I do, I usually pay, but I, this, we need this station. Please don't. We need them, because this is the only hour we get into, out the whole week, the only time we get to express our opinions is this thing. And we all one color, and that's good. That's the best color in the world, and that's love. That's right. That's right. Thanks so and much for saying so. If we come together, all the poor people at the bottom of the pyramid. If we come up, if we come together, we can really. It's not about socialism or capitalism or communism. It's all about being fair to everybody. All right. All right. Thanks so much. Thank you, Imani. And you, and you can call us too at nine seven two. Six four seven one eight nine three. It's the voice of the people. Did you notice, Bonnie, that the teachers went to the school board meeting on Thursday? I heard. Well, we got another caller. Better take that. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Good morning, Gene and Bonnie. Good Hi. morning. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I wanted something to get mentioned. It's kind of slipping, slipping by when you talk about uh, Turncoat Thomas's wife. Ooh, Jenny, Jenny, Jenny. Uh-huh. Mm. Uh huh. The 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 right wing radical uh, goofball Republican uh, Supreme uh, what do you want to call uh, neo Nazi ish. Uh, uh, oh, honey, I don't think there's any ish there. We had in, in, in Trump and and it, her, her part in trying to facilitate that uh, insurrection. You better you better and, clarify though. First of all, who is Jenny Thomas? That's Clarence Thomas's significant other. That, that is Chief Justice. Uh, Chief Justice yes, Clarence Thomas. Clarence Thomas. So it's the wife of a Supreme Court justice. Now, what's she done? Uh, she made numerous, had numerous uh, text conversations encouraging, with, 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 let me preface this, with uh, the chief of staff for Trump, Mark Meadows, about how Trump, should uh, stay in office if any way possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, did not uh, get uh, voted out. On and on and on. Numerous conversations encouraging the uh, the people who uh, were trying to overthrow the government. And uh, she is in the bed with the Supreme Court justice. 
Mm-hmm. So, if they don't talk about stuff, you know. <laughs> right. The expression says in a pig's eye. Right, right. Jenny so, Thomas, uh, Jenny Thomas has been in the Washington Post every day this week. Hey, she's popular. Well, they keep finding more stuff that she did. <laughs> uh, she's a Trumpster, and she uh, tried to help them overthrow the election in 2020. Was she? Uh, I just want to know: Was she at the hotel planning it, or was know. she on Zoom, or was she just supplying money? All, all they have is her emails. They've got, but they've got a bunch of them. Oh my God, her emails, brother! Oh, her text messages. What do you think we should be doing about that? Well, I'd like to find out, is there any way we can get uh, Clarence Thomas uh, impeached or whatever you call it Mm -hmm. because of this conflict of interest that's obviously there between uh, his relationship with his wife and her relationship with uh, a political candidate which is not supposed to be uh, happening. It's supposed to be Mm -hmm. nonpartisan. And so, obviously, it's partisan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we need to get him out. Now, you know, some of the Republican right-wing radicals are going to say over their dead bodies, but if that's necessary, you know, it needs to be done. <laughs> because, uh, you know, you, 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 these people don't get it. They won't get it until they're pushed out. Mm-hmm. And so we need to stop fooling ourselves and thinking they're going to do the right thing because it's the right thing. That's what they do. Well, do you realize now if you if you call for Clarence Thomas to be take kicked off the Supreme Court, you're you're kicking off the only African American that's on there. That's all right. There's lots more to choose from that are better than him. That's my personal opinion. Mm -hmm. Right, right. He doesn't. He doesn't. uh, Him being an African American and him doing the right things. He's whiter than a lot of white people I know. Distinction. Uh, he's you know he's he very white. American that does the right thing. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's what we need because everything that's going to benefit poor people and minorities, he is against it. He that's right. Against that's it. right. So that's that's happened over time. So we don't need to, you know, keep trying to figure it out. We just need him out. Mm-hmm. He needs to recuse himself from any any discussions uh, on the January 6th uh, uh, insurrection. He he very clearly showed his cards when he was the only dissenting voice on giving uh, the National Archives permission to provide information to the January 6th commission. He was the only dissent. He wanted them to hide all the stuff because he knows his wife is in the big fat middle of it. <laughs> so. That's an excellent observation. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. <laughs> I've, I I listen to the news some. Mm-hmm. How do you, well, you do? A, you do an excellent job of disseminating uh, that, those facts. Thank mm-hmm. you. We, we, we just need to use this ammunition to shoot him down yep. and get him out. Okay. Because let me let me ask you about the uh, while while you're commenting on Clarence Jones. Uh, uh, on the on one con- on one uh, Supreme Court justice, what about the one that they're interviewing now, Katanji Jackson Brown? Do you think that she should get on the Supreme Court? Yes. Well, she's qualified, mm-hmm. and uh, if that's the prerequisite for her being on there, mm-hmm. she but, is certainly deserving. Well, she would be the first black woman. 
Don't you find it interesting that all of these crazy Republicans that voted to approve her on in in federal three different federal benches are now saying, "Oh, I can't vote for her." Isn't that interesting? Well, she's ascended to the top of the power. Oh, I see. She now she, she's too smart. <laughs> nah, she's now she's up there with the big boy. Ah, uh, well, Ted Cruz. Only regret. Congressman Ted Cruz does not like her. I can tell that. He's a senator. Senator <laughs> Senator Cruz. He no, he doesn't he like her. He accused her of uh, helping with uh, uh, what CRT stand for. <laughs> Critical, Critical race theory. <laughs> well, he accused her of being of being the sponsor for that. You know what I wanted her to do when he had that crazy children's book? I wanted her to say, Senator Cruz, I'm having a bit of trouble seeing that. Do you think you could read that to me? <laughs> I wanted her to do that so he had, bad. He had one of the books that he wants banned from the schools. Yes, yes. I saw a headline about that this Racist morning. babies. It's gone to the top. It's gone to the very top, the top of the, of the bestsellers. New York bestseller list. So all of the authors, all the booksellers in America are trying to get Ted Cruz to waive one of their books. That's right. <laughs> you know, he read Green Eggs and Ham when he, he when he had a, a filibuster, he did. and he read he read Green Eggs and Ham. I see. So is he trying a, to get it banned now? I know that was this has been several years ago when he actually read Green Eggs and Ham. It was a filibuster, and he didn't have anything else to say. Okay. <laughs> All right, got anything else to say about the Supreme Court? Yeah, I just I just hope that uh, there is not a surreptitious requirement for when an African-American woman ascends to the top of the political hierarchy that they cannot marry an African-American man. Well, it's too late because she married to a white man. (laughs) And then, you know, you have your vice president. Yeah. So African-American men are watching this with a jaundiced eye. I see see what you mean. She's qualified and that's that's Mm -hmm. appropriate. I see. There cannot be a surreptitious pre 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 qualification. I see. You cannot marry an African American man, or else you can't get this position. See, I think that's just silly. And if there's an African American man out there that are feeling something like that, they need to wake up, look at what they got, stop wanting what somebody else has got, or not wanting whatever. Just move. We are trying to move this train forward. And with that kind of thinking, you are stalling the train. So you're in favor, Bonnie. Bonnie, you're in favor of the uh, Katanja Jackson-Brown? Absolutely. I think she should have been confirmed without a vote because the idiots already voted for her three times. All right. Okay, thanks for calling. And you can call us, too, at 972-647-1893. We have somebody waiting. Thanks for calling, nine. Thanks for calling KNON. We don't know where we are. <laughs> Good morning. How y'all doing? Mm-hmm. How y'all doing this? Good. good, good. Y'all had y'all coffee this morning? Oh yeah. Got a got a couple of cups sitting right here in front of us. All right. Uh Clarence Thomas White, that's Trump. That's Trump sugar mama. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, that's funny. I like that. I like that a lot. Clarence Thomas said he didn't know nothing about what she was doing. Right, right. Mm-hmm.
You believe that? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, 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 somebody need to pop him outside the head and tell him to be quiet. <laughs> yeah, he shouldn't be talking. He really shouldn't. Yeah. He should they just step back. You know, they need to go get that man who stole that shoe at the last president. Ooh. Let him, let him throw his shoe at the at Cruz. Oh, yeah, and and Clarence Thomas and, you know, because they all went on the big uh, on the big press tour earlier this year talking about how they're not they're not racist. They're not they're not this. But it's funny. All they did was speak in front of white groups. Mm -hmm. So I'm just really confused as to how you say you're not racist, but you don't speak to anyone other than your own bloody race. Yeah. It's all about money and the power. They're yep. selling us out. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. all about money and the power. That's sad. Mm-mm-mm. That's sad. Okay. They'd rather sell us out and let us be heard. Yep. All right. Well, we appreciate you calling. And Thank you, can, you, brother. And you can call us, too, at 972-647-1893. The station loves it when you call. The station, station manager is listening to see if you call a lot. 972-647-1893. It's time to take a break. We'll be right back. We're back on the Workers' Beat with Bonnie Mathias and Gene Lance. You can call us, 972-647-1893. I was trying to get around to the fact that the schools are under attack. School board meetings are becoming the focus of the right-wing crazies because they go in there and they're trying to divide everybody over uh, phony issues, especially school books, but other stuff too, Uh, critical race theory as we were talking about earlier. (laughs) School boards are being pressured, budgets are being squeezed, parents and educators are being threatened. And books are disappearing from libraries. You read about every now and then when somebody legally makes them remove a book, but you don't realize that the school superintendents are giving in all over the place and taking the books out in advance so they won't won't get in the newspapers. So books are being taken from libraries. Schools are suffering because of this attack. (laughs) And who's standing up? Well, here in Dallas, Teachers. it's the Alliance AFT, yeah. which is the, well, we call it the teachers union, but it's right. really all school employees. It's a school employees union, they call it. Alliance AFT, and AFT stands for American Federation of Teachers. Yep. They are they are defending the schools. They're defending the people that work at the schools, from the janitor all the way through the superintendent. And they are standing up for democracy. They wear their red shirts and they go to every school board meeting. And what my point is on this is if you want to stand up to fascism in America, Uh go to the school board meetings with a red shirt on and back the Alliance AFT, or at least that's what you do in Dallas. I don't know where it's what it's like in every other school district, but I I do know that the teachers unions are bearing the brunt of the attack there on yeah. the front line, yep. and we need to get behind them. The, in Dallas, the Alliance AFT is the front line of resistance. 972-647-1893. If you want to call KNON, you don't have to listen to our opinions. That's right. Bonnie, you can tell them where you were this week. I was, at the, I was in Austin at the Texas AFL-CIO uh, Strategic Planning 
meeting. Mm -hmm. And we had leaders from all over the state. Uh, We had lots of different exercises and lots of different workshops talking about how we take Texas labor into, we continue making headway Mm -hmm. in the labor movement. And we, of course, we talked extensively about expanding our reach Mm -hmm. by doing what we've been doing, Gene, building coalitions, uh, bringing people into uh, not not as everybody's a laborer. Just because you don't have a union doesn't mean you're not a worker. (laughs) Right. So we have a call. Uh, Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello. Hello? Hello? Yeah, you're on the air. Okay. Uh, yes, I, I'm a uh, 30-year educator, and I can I can tell you that the, the whole critical race theory thing got me. I, I taught U.S. history for 30 years, mm-hmm. and now I'm teaching. I, I just switched to sociology mm-hmm. because I was so concerned about the critical race theory. Mm-hmm. I, I got in trouble. I, I've already, I got in trouble earlier this year. I was just teaching my class what critical race theory was and what the political fight was about it. Mm-hmm. I had a parent complain, yes. Oh, yes. And I and I, I and I I I was I had to go have a visit with our principal and who warned me about this. Um just just cause you mentioned it. Just cause you mentioned it in class. Okay. We, we had a we had an assignment. It was just we did a, a current event assignment mm-hmm. uh, where that where I made them read about it. We talked about the principal. Uh, I think at Collegeville Heritage that was just this. Uh, you know, we talked about you know uh, different issues with it. Mm-hmm. You know, I explained to them. I, I told them I got out of teaching U.S. history because I'm not going to go in there and not teach the truth. Right. The, yeah. Period. End of discussion. I mean, are we teaching history, or we are we want to just have a pep rally, rah rah <laughs> for white people? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have a pep rally for white people. We're not gonna tell anybody right. about anything well, else. <laughs> well, I am a white. I am a white person. Okay. Mm-hmm. Me too. You would not know that, but no. I really am. Right, but 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 all teachers, uh, I, all educators I deal with uh, are, are are unified. The ones that teach social studies and, and teach U.S. history and have to have to cover these topics, mm-hmm. I've not heard any. I've not heard any white. I've heard all all white people are in uh, that teach in social studies that I'm in contact with feel the same way I do. Everybody mm-hmm. is very concerned about it yeah. because yeah. you. I mean, you. I mean, and I and I tell my classes, I love America, America's greatest country. But we've done some really bad things. We've done great things, and we've done bad things. Mm-hmm. And not all our people are treated equally. Right. And I'm not going to. And I told my class, I'm not. I'm. Get, I got out of teaching U.S. history because I'm not going to tiptoe around what has actually happened in this country. Right. And I don't know how do you teach history without teaching that part. I I, I don't know how you do that. You're exactly right, and I thought the same thing. And when this opening in, in sociology uh, came about, I jumped on it because I was concerned about it. Yeah. And one of, one of my colleagues, think about this: one of my colleagues teaches African American studies. Oh Lord! Yes, think about that. How does that person deal with uh, those topics and that? You know, mm-hmm. without you know. Have you, have you talked to that person recently to kind of find out 
what what that teacher's going uh, through right now? Yes, uh, we didn't really get into detail. Um, he and I are both also coaches, okay. and we were. Uh, I was talking to him a few days ago, um, just about how crazy everything was, and then he, his only comment was, I, "Imagine me, you know, I'm, I'm, I uh, teach African American studies and not, you know, embark on some of those topics." Mm-hmm. I, man, I, I don't know how. I don't know. I don't know how you talk about it without talking about the whole thing. Right. <laughs> it just. It, oh. I want to ask you. I want to ask you, uh, brother teacher. Have you uh, Have you read the book called The Sixteen Nineteen Project? I've read uh, a lot. I've read a lot of it online stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so part, so parts of it. I'm very familiar with it. And I, I'm, you know, I'm supportive of that. I, everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been studying history for over thirty years now. Right. So yes, I, I don't. What, what, right. I've been teacher uh, for thirty years. So mm-hmm. you know, I, I prepared for this in college. I've been teaching. So as, you, as a history teacher sure. or any teacher, you're you're constantly reading outside mm-hmm. books and studying, and you want to become more and more knowledgeable about sure. everything. Mm-hmm. Sure. So yeah, I'm not. I, I've not seen anything in my 30 years of, of reading and studying history that, that is in, in conflict with the 1619 Project. I have no idea what they're complaining about. I, I can't they, figure they just, it out either. They don't like it because it's, it's all in one book. Uh, it is hard to get a copy of the 1619 Project, but they do have it on Amazon. Our, our Dallas Public Library has it, and they have it on Kindle. But you will have a wait if you sign up for it in the Dallas Public Library because uh, it's it's one of the hottest books ever. Well, and and don't you find it interesting that these we have these politicians attempting to ban books? Mm-hmm. Are they going to ban yeah. the internet too? Because <laughs> that's yeah, all they, those books are on the internet. They're trying. They're trying. <laughs> so the, the thing about it is that even. Like, there's so, there's so much. What's different about now, the, the time we live in, in the internet age? They can't squash all this information. That's right. It's, mm-hmm. they, every, everybody, everybody has a phone in their hand and Google in their hand at all times. Yeah. And even my students, even my students that are, um, you know, not not necessarily very good students. Well, any random thought they have in their head, you, anybody picks up Google and can Google it. That's right. <laughs> I, I mean, so I have students, you know, I, I will, I, I mean, my black students will be knowledgeable about a lot of these things that where my white students are not. Right. You know, like if I, I will bring up some topic about something, like the, just, just a few days ago, I mentioned we're covering a chapter in sociology right now on uh, crime and deviance. And we were talking about police and different things. And I, I brought up uh, Rodney King. And no white student I had knew anything about it. Our black students did. So our black students were probably told by their parents. Or they, they, they heard a reference somewhere and they Google it. Where they at least had a uh, like an introductory knowledge of... of uh, so, I, you know, I, I, I said to them, I, I, you know, I said, you know, as, as when I was young, my friends would make jokes about being afraid of the police and so forth. And I was young, and so I'm in, with my high school friends and college friends, you'd be somewhere with them, you'd see a police officer, they would act all alarmed, and I'm thinking, well, it was funny, we would all have a laugh about it, but I really didn't get it 
You know, in in in, in our, you know, our, uh, the black community has told us forever how bad things are with the police. <laughs> and for me personally, and I think for most of America, once we saw the video of Rodney King, yeah, that that opened a lot of people's eyes. That was the beginning, at least for me. Like, you know, there's something to what they're saying. Yeah. Some of these police yeah. officers are, do, are horrible. And you know, and, I, and then like now, everyone uh, basically is their own reporter with a cell phone in their hand with a camera on it. Right. And you're, 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 we're seeing so more and more videos now. But Rodney King, I, to my recollection, that was just some tourist in L.A. who happened to have a, a video camera yeah. and captured it. That's I, right. I, we would have not even known about that. That's and very true. You know, there's, 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 there's a million Rodney Kings that we don't even know about. Oh my gosh! Yes. Oh yeah! Right, right. here in Dallas, so, Texas. You know, <laughs> right. Right. Well, so, we appreciate I mean, you appreciate your calling, Kano, in, and you can call hey, us too. No, I, at nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. We're we're glad to hear about it, and we're glad to get the comments from that teacher about yes. about how people start uh, pro, people start objecting and protesting at the schools over at the drop of a hat. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, if you want if you want to stand up to that, stand up with your teachers union or your uh, school employees union. Good morning. Thanks for calling Canada Win. Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning. You know, I just didn't listen back to the old conversation, but I can't figure out all this stuff going on at school. Some of these schools, they got what they don't want to teach certain things you want to teach in school, but... It's happened, it's happened, it's just happened. Cause I've been through a lot of stuff and seen a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I had a uh, North American dictionary, I mean, that was about the Indian, the American Indian. Mm-hmm. I had a, I went with several Indians. We were the brain sewer line, building uh, up. All those stuff. And one thing about it, if he your friend, he your friend. Mm-hmm. And one night, I, he was in a club in the youth joint. He had about seven, eight quarts of milk. My he goodness. His, uh, he was buying them around. He had them ahead of a little dooley brain because pulling them around, getting them. One night, I picked it and I saw him. But that night I didn't want to bother with him because I was going somewhere else. But I got so he he looked around the house. Oh no, where you going? Well, I had to go out to the restroom because the restroom was outside. I'm going to the restroom. <laughs> I got back in, but uh, this is matter. I can't find it. Every, every library I go to and ask them about it. They don't uh, guess never hear it or something. It's the era that baseball made. The era that baseball made. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Go back in the day when Negro couldn't black class they couldn't play baseball in the major. Right. You remember those days? You remember that? Yeah. You remember when Jackie when Jackie Robson got hired? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. do too, but there, there are not very many of us that old. <laughs> wow. Uh, I, I can't even see Jackie Robinson. Is that right? Wow, that's cool. In, in, in 1956, mm-hmm. the guy on the Jasper Steel, Jackie Robinson, 
and the unnatural clown came out of the Negro League played in Jasper, Texas. Wow. In Jasper? Wow. Wow. Jackie had Don Newcomb, Gil Hodges, because he was white, you know, that was Dodger Fred Brooklyn, Dodger Fred Facebook. Mm hmm. And uh, Will Mays and all of them, yeah, I can't see them. The Dodgers, the Dodgers were my favorites until they moved to California. <laughs> yeah. They used to call them the Brooklyn Bums. Yeah, what they were, the Bums. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for sharing. Thank for you sharing so much. Those, You're the bomb, man. Those remembrances. We appreciate it. And you can call us, too. And 972-647-1893. We were talking about the teachers a while ago, and the teachers are on strike in Minneapolis. Yep. Have been now for, I think this is the third week. Second or third, yeah. And, uh, and it's bad. I want to talk uh, quickly about uh, foreign policy because, <sighs> frankly, in my opinion, you are being lied to all the way through every newspaper and every television station and every radio station is telling you that this war that's going on is all for you and that it's going to help you tremendously. Well, let me tell you. It is? Let me tell you who it's when? going to help. Where? The President Biden is just coming back from uh, Europe, I think tomorrow. He's in Poland right now. Mm-hmm. And they he, have, he has arranged for the European Union to make a big buy of natural gas. Now, guess who they're buying all their gas from now that they've cut Russia off? They're buying it from the big oil companies in the United States. Isn't that special? Yeah. So now the big oil companies are going to get even richer. So if you want to know what actually, how it all actually comes out is that a bunch of people die. Yeah. A bunch of people die in Europe and a bunch of oil companies get rich. Make a lot more money. Yeah. After Congress appropriators approved $13.6 billion in aid to Ukraine, critics pointed out that the funding request for Social Security was cut by $1 billion. What? So they're not doing this for you, brothers and sisters. See, there's something wrong with this, y'all. We're getting getting it in the shorts again. We are getting it in the shorts again. Everything you're going to read, though, is going to be, let's go to war, let's do all we can to do to uh, carry out more war. Yeah, we don't want to go to war. Meanwhile, meanwhile, though, there's there's a good side of it. Neo Nazis from from the whole world are going to Ukraine. Oh boy! To join a group called Azov, A Z O V, which is a fascist group that's been operating in Ukraine as part of the army there. Oh no! And so all of the Nazis around the world are going to Ukraine to join Azov, and I got that from the Washington Post. Are those Russian sympathizers? No, they're on. They're Ukraine. They're sympathizers they? with Azov. Azov is part of the Ukrainian army okay. and it's a fascist group. Okay. And so the fascists of the world are going to to join Azov. No, we don't want that. Well, the point is, the point that I'm making is, it's not exactly what you're being told. According to a Gallup poll, 58% of Americans support Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson Oh yeah, on the Supreme Court, and Bonnie sure does. Oh, man, she is sharp as a tack. Mm-hmm. Anybody that can sit there and listen to those mostly oh, ugly white men say <laughs> ugly things and not just go off. Uh-huh. I, what a gracious woman. And she got the best side eye 
I have ever seen. What's that mean, side eye? Well, she gave Ted Cruz the side eye. And oh. and my black my black friends out there, they know what the side eye is. Okay. It's when a black woman look at you like you are so dumb. <laughs> or or bless her heart. Bless his heart. Y'all we, know what that means. Do we have to take a break? Okay. All right, we'll, we'll be right we'll be back. back. Blue Monday. Monday. I hate Blue Monday. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> to K-N-O-N. Listen, listen to us sing Blue Monday. That's right. 972-647-1893. There's a number, and the station just loves it when you call. We like it, too, because we like to hear other people's opinions. Mm-hmm. A Kansas man who served 23 years oh. in prison for a double murder that he did not commit is suing for $93 million in damages, and his mother is suing for $30 million more. I'm th- good for them. Yeah. And the Arkansas deputy who shot 17-year-old Hunter Britton to death at a traffic stop will be fined $1,000 and get one year in jail for a misdemeanor. I wonder how long uh, he'll serve. Uh, 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 wait, he shot somebody? Yeah, at a traffic stop. In a traffic stop? 17-year-old Hunter Britton. Was that a, uh, uh, an African-American child that he killed? Yes. Well, what do you know about that? So you, I wonder what would have happened if it was a black cop that shot a white kid. Yeah, you wonder. Yep, I do. Mm-hmm. Brittany Jones of Mesquite has won a $5,000 settlement because she'd been trying for three years to get her landlord to fix her house. And the day before the settlement, there were all these predictions that she could never win. Uh-huh. So at least she won something. I, I don't think $5,000 is enough no. to pay for living in a house that is unsafe. That's falling down around you. Yeah, no, that's not years. exactly fair, is it? No, it ain't fair. But it's better than not winning. Yes. I'll tell you that. And these landlords, I I am just pretty appalled at, at some of these slumlords. Uh, what is wrong with you? You wouldn't allow your mother to live like that. You wouldn't allow your sister to live like that. Why would you allow another human being to live the way that you're forcing them to live? They don't even live. They don't even look at their rent houses and their apartments. They just look at their bank statements. And most of them have got management companies that are running them, and they don't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm, a, I'm just, it's not a good situation. Yeah, we're running very low on time, but you can still call 972-647-1893. They make us leave at 10, uh, 9.50, and uh, after that, we will be playing a recording. So don't call during that last 10 minutes, because we won't be here. What's your podcast about today, Gene? Uh, I interviewed Judy Bryant about the history of the retiree movement. Oh, that's awesome. In Texas. People people think that the retiree movement's been around forever, but it was not. It pretty much started when Judy Bryant got the job of state organizer. That was about 2009, I think. And uh, she's still doing it. She's incredible. She is is. absolutely incredible. Mm -hmm. I don't know anybody who has the energy that she does. My God, I think she's had two knee replacements. Mm -hmm. And and she powered through. Just plugging away. She just keeps going and going. She's like Mm -hmm. the little Energizer bunny. She's always organizing, and I appreciate that. I want to take some credit for it, too, though, because I recommended her for the job. (laughs) 
972-647-1893. Better hurry if you're going to call. I want to tell you what the AFL-CIO said about Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson. We already know that Bonnie is in favor of her. And some of the yes. callers today said they were in favor of her getting confirmed. Here's what... Uh, the AFL-CIO president, Liz Schuler said. She said, Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson displayed poise and strength and the decades of extraordinary legal experience. She has defending our constitutional rights and bringing liberty and justice to all Americans. Poise, poise and strength. Applause. What? Applause. I mean, that's because that's what she has is poise and strength i mean i don't know about i don't know too many women that could put up with that kind of naughty mean-spirited questioning and statements about her character uh john cornyn was an absolute jerk mm-hmm. oh he my said, god he said that she accused president bush of being a war criminal and, well he is and well she didn't say it no, well, that's just, the other thing. She just, didn't say it. Even the Morning News said that he was, quote, stretching the truth. Well, and he's very good at that. Mm-hmm. And how he, okay, y'all, 2024, he's up for re-election. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We have a governor, an attorney general, and a lieutenant governor to elect in November, boys mm-hmm. and girls. 500,000 more people need to get out to vote. Y'all, this is not a red state. Mm -hmm. There are more registered Democrats in this state than vote. That's the problem. I see. We have got to get our Democrats out to vote. If we want to change anything about this state, they have got to get out and vote. So it's all about turnout. It's all about turnout. Every bit of it. Let me re- let me reveal this bad news. Oh, Gene! <laughs> a, a, friend, a friend of Bonnie's named John Stanky. Oh, Stinky Stanky! <laughs> he is the chief executive officer of AT and T. Yep. And he only made twenty four point eight million last year. Oh, you poor man! How only will tw- you make it? It was only an eighteen percent raise. Oh. But the former CEO, who don't even work there anymore, right? he collected $16.3 million. So if you want to know why your phone bill is so high... And if you'd like to know uh, why you have contractors working on your telephone and your other uh, telecommunications services, look to the tower downtown for Stinky Stanky. Okay, and remember that the CWA, Communication Workers yes. of America, is standing up to them. They're on strike against a contractor called Maximus, who answered the Medicare and Affordable Care Act marketplace lines. They went on strike for the first time in history on the 12th anniversary of the passage of the Affordable Care Act, and they are, their call centers are in Bougalusa, Louisiana and Hattiesburg, Minnesota. Whoa! Or Mississippi. Mississippi. So, so you know they're fighting for livable wages, livable wages, paid sick leave, and freedom to organize a union. That's what we all got to be fighting for, freedom to organize. Hooray for the CWA, hooray for the unions, hooray for working families. Yay! And please keep listening to the Workers Beat program about working families. But right now, we got to go. Say goodbye, go. Bonnie. Goodbye, Bonnie.